When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, life is not fair at all. We hop on, we do the first hour of the show, everything's going well. And then I mentioned, and, and you guys both are very, you guys do realize you talk very loud, don't you? I mean, you, a lot of people do. Yeah, I, I've been told that like my whole life. Yeah. But so they said, yeah, you guys do talk loud. So what happens? You put on Sandy in a commercial where he talks so loud, he ex- it, it distorts on the microphone. <laughs> Sandy can talk loud, baby. Have you you noticed that? Oh, he's booming. Um, and he influctuates in such an odd way. He's like, yes. let me tell you. are like, whoa. Um, yes. I, yeah. I have another email uh, from the, the, the app. Love um, it. Jim, uh, so this is from Michael. This is, says, Jim was on Mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom, and Jack Hanna was on Johnny Carson. Oh, there you go. Okay. Jack Hanna. But I think, yeah, Jack Hanna was. I, I thought it was Jack. But uh, I don't know if Jim Jim Fowler was probably on there, too. Maybe you would think he'd make an appearance to promote his TV show, right? Yeah, I could see that. I would guess, in any case. And by the way, I'm not I'm not telling you guys that you're too loud or anything. It's just No, the words have been people... said. I'm done. You've The words yeah, have been said, oh, Tom. No, Rudy's no, I understand. <laughs> so tears are streaming from his face no as question. he has a suitcase as he walks out. But you guys should have heard. The reason I'm, and I'm not sensitive to it, I just pick it up, because you should have heard radio back when I was a kid. Oh, my God. Come on down, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be phenomenal. I was like. Everybody was yelling constantly. There was a, a guy named Rob Sherwood that was on KWB at night. He'd start every show like this, and I'm not exaggerating. It's Robbie, baby! It's like, whoa. Well, I yelled. Remember all the stuff from when I was a teenager? I was yelling my, I was talking really loud. W-D-G-Y! Exactly. But still, all of us, you, Rudy, me yeah. put together, are still not as loud as Bob by himself. No. That boy can, that boy can, I get. I don't know if it's projection or what the hell it is. But he, yeah. I love Sandy. Don't you love Sandy? Love that man. I'm just going to run a Campbell's soup can out to his house, and I think that would sound better. Probably. How loud he is. We could just get a better signal with a Campbell's soup can and a string. I think so. <laughs> instead I like of, the idea. Yeah, instead of having him over the internet. Oh, Sanny. Sanny's the best. i got to run this again. I'm going to run this every hour just to piss myself off. Here's the weather. 
Uh, record warmth today, mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 84, which would set a new record, 83 in 1931. Didn't Rudy just tell you not to cough again, sister? I'm working on it. I Didn't feel... he just tell you? Well, somebody just like, coughing. I just want like someone to, to sounds <laughs> like, take like a elephant numbing, like one of those like blow darts, just like to sure. my face. Yeah. Thank I'll you. tell you though. Brit, Brit, that hmm. Catherine's going through it again. This is like the third time she's had that now. I'm on week and two of this, and I'm, it's rough. I Because I feel better. Like, I've been working out yesterday. I ran and, and all this stuff. But I just can't get rid of the gunk. It just is constant. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I'd like to formally apologize. You can email the show. <laughs> tell me that I'm the worst. I would appreciate it because I'm a masochist anyways. Worst of all kind. Mm-hmm. All time. Okay, tell That's us the I'm weather. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who was it that coughed like that? Me. There was an actor that did. Yeah, you too. I forgot. Okay, so here's the deal. Record warmth, mostly sunny, mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 84 today. Old record, 1931, uh, was 83 degrees. Clear and warm tonight, a low of 56. Warm and mostly sunny, breezy tomorrow with a high of 82. On Friday, partly sunny with afternoon and evening showers, thunderstorms. Not severe, though, with a high of 77. And then... Uh, just 48 hours later, Tom will come to town when the high is going to be 40 and the low is going to be below freezing. Why, God? Why, God? Why did Why? you make Minnesota? Why do we want to live here so bad? Um, you know, I, I got to tell you what the politics that are going on now in that state, I have to ask myself that all the time. It's like, what the hell is wrong? Calm down, for Christ's sake. Right? Calm down. Hype no. up. I have a question for you, and I'm not trying to judge anybody, but I was just trying. You know, I I have kind of a mathematical mind. It all has to add up, or I have a real problem with it. Yeah, I know. You get thrown off by uh, in- I do. inconsistencies. And I'm not trying to be a dink here, or I'm, I'm trying to learn something. Are you? Because there's, there's this big, yes, I am, actually. There's this big argument going on. I, what's, the, what's the abortion pill called again? Oh, morning after pill. Are you talking about the, like, what is it, RU47 or is there like Whatever that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, it the, is that the morning after pill? Or, oh, the yeah. one that's more intense. The yeah, one that you have to go to yeah. Planned yeah. Parenthood or, like, yeah. go to a doctor for. Okay. Because you look, can get I'm the morning after pill from the pharmacy. So I hear. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that will end any pregnancy? Yeah, that one's, like, you can take if you have, like, uh, if you have sex and you either don't use a condom or something and it's within like 72 hours mm-hmm. or so after, it just helps it not like the egg lock in or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think okay. I, if I remember correctly, it's called RU486, which is such a weird okay. thing that it's RU486, like 86 something. Like, yeah. It's very <laughs> weird that they would put that together. <laughs> Why didn't they call it RU469? It would have been a better number. <laughs> you would think, right? <laughs> it would be much better. Uh, draw attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be 469. That doesn't, that's never made a baby. You're right. So, yes. Yeah, exactly. Now, never, not one baby ever made. And again, I'm not trying to judge anybody or being critical. I'm just trying to learn what, how this all works. Yeah. Because I've, I've never been involved in an unwanted pregnancy in my life, so I have no, I can't tell you what to do because I have no idea it's it's never well. I told you I didn't. I waited to have sex till I was 22 years old because I didn't want to end up, you know, 
having a kid and being broke my whole life. Yeah, I'm, that's why I did that. I'm pretty annoyed. So like, I didn't find out till in my 30s how infertile I was, and the money that I have spent <laughs> on morning after pills and all these things mm-hmm. was a waste of cash because there the chances of me getting pregnant back then were minimal with the amount of work we had to do to get pregnant. So like, I want my change back. <laughs> now I will also tell you that I have, uh, and there's a very specific reason because I was told this as a little boy. I think I was 9 or 10, something like that. Mm-hmm. And one of the older guys in the neighborhood started talking about abortions. And I said, what's that? I didn't even know. I had no idea what the hell that even was. But, you know, because back then, nobody talked about that stuff anyway. You know, it's on the news now all the time. But back in those days, nobody ever talked about things like that. They thought it was, I don't know, untoward or something. I don't really get it. But um, he said... Yeah, this uh, one of our neighbors is going to have an abortion. And I said, uh, "What's that?" I said, "Well, she was going to have a baby, but it, she doesn't want it, so she's going to get it taken out." And I said, "What do you mean?" Because I couldn't grasp the idea, and this ruined me forever. What he said next to me, he insisted, and I'm like I said, nine years old, so I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, or I don't know what to say, or whatever. He literally convinced me that in order to get rid of the baby. They would tie a string around a rat's tail and send oh. her north. Oh. oh, He literally convinced me that was true. Whoa. No wonder you didn't have sex forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. He literally insisted that a rat would go up and eat the baby. And I'm a little kid, so I don't know any better. I'm going, I don't think I'd care for that. i got to be honest with you. Uh, has, has there always been this kind of weird conversation around abortion, do you think? You know, I've, hopefully people are starting to lighten up a little bit about it, because I heard a joke yeah. this morning on the way into work that Ooh. was great, where a woman said, uh, abortion's the only time I want a doctor to pull out of me. <laughs> <laughs> See? They're not bad. Not bad at all. No question about it. But yeah, I just it's a big topic right now all over the United States, because I, I, I didn't even pay attention to who's who's for what and who's against what or what because it's got nothing to do with me that's another thing i try to do if i'm not involved in it why do you want my opinion right yeah i i love people making decisions for themselves and i and i understand people have got a lot of strong feelings about this and i i like having all my health care and i like all the options and i like everyone having their options just just me so this is all has to do with, with obviously, personal freedom. It has to do, for, for some people, it, it's a religious thing, correct? Is that still the case? Because it was when I was a little kid, I know. Uh, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people, that's, is, is that religious and moral feeling that the life, when, when life starts and all the things. But, you know, it, it's a very sensitive topic. And I think, Rudy, you're yeah. right. It's like, we should be able to talk about it in a way yeah. that's productive mm-hmm. not too productive that the baby comes out not reproductive yeah not <laughs> reproductive yeah. Uh, it is funny how people are very very anti this thing until all of a sudden it can help them you know oh yeah and, oh sure because there was a couple of people that grew up in my hometown and their parents were very very religious and then we got to be juniors in high school and then all of a sudden you know, we'll just say the name Missy, even though that wasn't her name. Missy was gone for about two weeks. Didn't understand why. And it was like, oh, because somebody uh, after prom one night went out into the backseat of a Toyota Corolla and got pregnant. And now mom and dad had to take her because they couldn't have any babies out of wedlock. 
So sure, yeah. So it was. Uh, it's funny how people are very anti this thing until all of a sudden it helps you. You know, and I think the argument a lot of times is if having babies too young puts you in a predicament that is so much harder to dig yourself yep. out of, and it just yep. takes so much longer. So, and especially with the way that the reproductive. The the science behind it nowadays, having babies a little older in life is not a death sentence because no. back in the day, if you had a baby past the age of like thirty six, there was like a sixty percent chance you could die. And now women can have babies into their forties, and everything mm-hmm. is still going to be okay. Yeah. See, my mother had a baby when my brother my brother Troy she had him when she was forty five years old. Wow. I do remember that. That is impressive. Yeah, you know it's. Poor people thinking. That's all I'm saying. I tell you what, I do not want to start this over in ten years. Oh, no, no, no. no. Oh, but I but do no, want, I just, man. I do want another kiddo. So I just feel like I either do it double up with the diaper babies, mm-hmm. or like because ten, waiting ten years. Oh. Yeah, it's a long time, but my mother had seven children, so I guess it... And she spaced them out. It was kind of weird, because it was my brother, Terry, then two years later, Bobby, then five years later, Vicky, then two years later, me. It was either two or five years between all of the births. That's Isn't that am- weird? That's amazing. But they didn't plan it. There's no way my mother and father planned any of that stuff. There's not a chance. It just got... It's just happened, it's I guess. Just, yeah. It's just romance. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. you got to plan it out like a Taylor Swift record, okay? Uh, it's every nine months, and it's right? by surprise. That's what you want. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to be yeah. very deliberate. We're, like, trying to do that, like, Kisnick thing, or Kisnick? Kis, Kisnick? Kismet. Thank you. And, uh... We, I don't think that's going to, I think we're going to be back to the old drawing board here soon with <laughs> science. Yeah. So less romantic when out. there's a schedule of, hey, Justin, you have to go into the lab at this time. Hey, Brittany, you have to go into the lab at this time. It's a little less, there's less flowers well, yeah. involved. Not but, as much romance. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose that's true. No, I, I'm glad I asked those questions because I don't know anything about that stuff. Um, like I said, I just I had no desire to be a father at 18 years old or anything like that. I kind of had a plan where I wanted to head. So I just kind of wondering how. Uh, so there's apparently they got this big battle going on now. Is that correct? Isn't it? And I guess the even reason I even bring it up because it has nothing to do with me. And and I'm telling you again, I'm not judging anybody here. Yeah. But there's all every five years there's this huge battle over this. Why can't we come to an understanding? Is there too much money to be made by people battling it? Well, it's funny too, as I love that you said you have no idea the logistics because until I, I tried to, until we tried years to get pregnant, there's so many things I didn't understand as yeah. well. Like, you know, you start the clock on weeks being pregnant before you actually get pregnant. It starts on your first, your your last period. So week really? one and week two. You are not pregnant, but those counts as two weeks of gestation, which is wild. So when they say like, oh, well, four weeks should be enough to know, it's like, actually, most people don't find out they're pregnant till the, you know, and again, the first two weeks, you're not even pregnant. Mm -hmm. So there's just so much things that a lot of people don't know. And so it's so wild. And, And this happens on so, and I don't mean to be trying to, you know, spark anyone's, you know, I know there's a lot of very passionate people and I'm not trying to like disagree or this or that, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it has happens to a lot of subjects where these senators and these, you know, people, they don't know, they barely know anything on the topic and they're sitting here claiming to have like the right answer. And it's like, um, yeah, week one and two, you're not pregnant. You get pregnant in your second week. And so it's like, 
so wild. Some of the things that are said, it's 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 like it's just <laughs> yeah. that wild that they they're the decision makers. Yeah, old white men telling eighteen year old girls what to do with their body is just, just it's one of the craziest things we've ever had in this country. So weird to yeah. me, and 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 to not get doctors involved and 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 I get the you know whatever moral thing is passionate to you but like we have to put them in different categories we just do yeah. like there has to be the medical side and then you know whatever moral and, and things you believe in they have to be put two different categories and and yeah. not saying they don't mean anything but they just do and that's why I asked the question you know this morning because I'm trying to learn about why people don't plan their lives better mm-hmm. yeah you know that's the, that's the big thing to me, and I'm not telling you to live your. I'm t- not telling you how to live your life or whatever. But why don't people plan their lives better so they wouldn't have to deal with all this stuff? Yeah, but there's a miseducation piece. There. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, of course. You know, like if 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 you're not getting taught, you know, constant use a condom, yeah. use a condom, use a condom. Like we're we're so. I mean, my family was very. Uh, I didn't realize unique. But we talked about sex. It was use a condom, use a condom. Yeah. It wasn't don't have sex, don't have sex. And like secretly people are having sex. Mm-hmm. It was like, hey, do you need to be on birth control? Do you need to be on this? And You know, there was conversations mm-hmm. around that. There was access to that. And that's not always true for everybody. No, I'm sure that's right. And that's why I asked the question because it's. A, I think this is a totally different experience for everybody. To- absolutely. Totally different. Absolutely. We'll figure it out one of these days, but I just, see, you know, I learned a bunch of stuff this morning. I just, um, and do you think I, I, I spend too much time, like, lording over myself, making sure, I, I think, like, I have a call to make later on today that, that I got to make, and I've been sitting all morning ruminating about how I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing, and I'm like, why do you do that? So, I guess I'm... I guess, I guess I never had a child out of wedlock because I ruminate way too much. I get in my own way, probably. You think that's what it is? Oh, yeah, you remember those days before kids? God, they were glorious, weren't they? Oh, oh that's nice. so much fun. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my daughter. I'm glad I have her. But you know how many boats I would own? I would, I would, own, I would own a lake. I would have so much stuff. It'd be the best days of my life. But no, no, no. But they are, listen, they're, they're precious little gifts from God, and I love all of them. But I would literally be riding on a gold motorcycle at all, any moment of the day. It's so funny because me and Justin had kids later in life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 36. Mm-hmm. Justin's 42. And, like, the level of fun we have now injected into our life is so much better because sure. the things we're yep. buying are so fun. Like I just was debating buying her um, a, a remote control um, uh, a bumper car to play in the cul-de-sac with. Like wh- my, I, I haven't bought myself something since she's been bored because I've had so much fun buying her stuff. <laughs> Treating your baby like a play toy. That's it's great. So much fun. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's coughing again. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's just that's how it's going to be for the rest of time, and that's you know. Yeah, I he'll never stop coughing. I haven't, t- I haven't, bought, I haven't gone to any uh, doctor's appointments or anything. I just buy go-go stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Catherine's been coughing like a mad woman now for another. I think she's on the same timetable you are. A couple of weeks into it now. Uh, Hopefully, they can get it taken care of. But yeah, I just. I, I think maybe what I'd like to say to people is that the conversation we just had, three people, because I had no idea what Brittany and Rudy thought about any of this stuff. But you notice how we didn't start screaming at each other and, you're crazy. It's like, well, I might have learned something here. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you'd shut up and not be angry, you could learn something. Yeah, and, and I also love, like, 
we we take a pause and we moment of a moment and say, hey, if if it's your moral or your religious belief, I'm not going to change your mind, and I don't right. want to change your mind, and I am fine with that. Like you just have to state that that's what your point of view is. It's like okay, then I get that. Like I think that's something too is just like taking a note saying like, is this an unmovable mountain for you? Then it's like yeah, then that's 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 where you're at, and that's fine. I would agree more. And I just, I still don't understand why people get so whipped up about some of the things that are done. There are people right now that are, I don't know. Even if you don't go on social media, the stuff pops up in other places on news sites or whatever. Here's another thing I don't understand very quickly. I only got a couple minutes here, but I don't understand this as well. But it might be because uh, I've known many trans people and I also don't drink. So those two things. People are really jacked up about this trans person selling Bud Light, aren't they? Why are they so whipped up? What do they care? I don't even know what you're talking about. Where have oh, I you been? Don't really? You haven't seen this? No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a, it, give you a little bit of backstory, Britt. There was a, a trans woman who is now being sponsored by Bud Light. And there, Kid Rock, that's the reason why Kid Rock shot up all the Bud Light in his house the other day. Oh. Um, yeah. So people are very upset by it. And then this person also got an endorsement from Nike for right. National right. Women's Month or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. i got to be honest with you. I, why would I give a rat's ass about that? I just don't understand why. You know, you don't, you're not going to drink Bud Light because a trans person is endorsing it? I don't like most people that endorse things. Am I going to stop using everything? Yeah, I think I'm okay with the Bud Light stuff. The Nike thing, on the other hand, I can understand why women would be very upset by that. Yeah. No, yeah. I, see, and it's not my position to tell them what to do because I'm not a woman. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I just, my God, people get so whipped up about everything. It's like, would you just, I, seriously, my answer to them was, well, I've known many trans people in my life. I, I mean, there are still four or five trans people involved in my life. But in, look, in the business if you get involved in entertainment in any way, shape, or form, you're going to run into every type of person there is on earth. Would yes. you not agree? Uh, yes, absolutely. It's just not that big a deal to me. I, I, I don't get his work, but I guess maybe it's not a religious thing, and it's more of a I've got a wiener and you don't. Is that what this is all about? Must be nice. I want one. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, no, I, I think it's funny because like, I guess I'm not plugged in enough. Like if I want to buy a cute Nike uh, skirt... I'm not going to then go research the history of the company of the history of ever. I mean, right. I, I'm with you, Tom. It's like, yeah, if if I want to drink crappy beer, I'm going to grab whatever crappy beer I want to grab. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, don't, I just don't. I, I, and, and if you're able to, your life is so good that you're able to focus on these other things, uh, that's great. Good for you because I I don't know who's doing what. I honestly haven't seen a live commercial in like ten years, so I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Also, let's not forget like Miller Lite at some point I believe was sponsored by O.J. Simpson, <laughs> a guy who That's killed correct. his wife, uh, and you know like strong armed people into giving him yeah, you know what he memorabilia. thought memorabilia back. Let's not <laughs> let's let's not forget that there's been some pretty crappy people that have gone out and endorsed you know. N- you know, not trans people who probably just have good intentions. Uh, there's been a lot of crappy people out there that have endorsed products that we've all used. So pump the brakes. You went the other way too far. They probably have good intentions. How the hell would you know that? And no, who cares? I no, don't care. No, you're right, but you have to say that because if not, then you get right. lit up. So, yeah, so I don't have a choice. Oh, I have to say that. Like yeah. Yeah. No, you don't. Not on this show, you don't. 
because I'll defend you every time, and they ain't going to like that. Listen, I just want to eat Chick-fil-A and wear Nike and not think exactly. of why or who <laughs> is making the money because it's right. what I want at the time. It's just what but I want. I, you know, I'm sorry. I, they, I understand that. that comes, I just... I just think this is all boiling down to me, whether it's, you know, selling Bud Light or it's, you know, the abortion pill or whatever it is. I just don't think America looks really good to the rest of the world right now because we all love to go on national television and talk about how much we hate other people. You have noticed that Europe has backed away, that uh, that uh, a lot of South America has backed away, obviously far eastern uh, countries in the uh, Eastern Hemisphere, they've always hated us anyway. So I just am a little afraid of, we're, we must look like a bunch of pain in the asses lined up shoulder to shoulder. I, I just don't think it looks real good to be so unhappy. Uh, and everybody else in the world's going, you got everything. Why are you so incredibly unhappy? Right? Yes, absolutely. Calm down, everybody. Relax. Everything will be fine. It'll, okay. be f- it'll be fine or it won't be, but I'll tell you what, yeah, you're worrying exactly. and you're upset and you're arguing is not going to make a difference. I, I I know we all hate that we have little to no control over a lot of things, but that's right. just a fact. You can control but, what you're going to eat for lunch. That's pretty much it. Have fun. Yep, there you go. Well, and that's exactly it. I've already planned my lunch out, so you know I'm, I know exactly what I'm going to have. It all works out in the end. Uh, so yeah, I, that's all. I'm, the only reason I bring up any of this stuff is to try to figure out: can we? Is there any way we can have a conversation where one of us doesn't just blow up and go berserk? Because that's all I see on TV now. That's all that ever happens on television, uh-huh. you know, in the news and all those things. I just don't think it looks good to the rest of the world, and I, I just don't care for it. I, there's just no reason to do it unless you want to be a tough guy or something. Maybe you're, you think you're a tough guy. Well, again, was it? Sonny Barger once said, everybody thinks they're a tough guy until they meet a tough guy. <laughs> Which, Sonny Barger, if you don't know, was the head of the Hells Angels. He's dead now. But, yeah, he said that on national television. I thought, you know what? That's right on the money. Everybody thinks they're a tough guy until they meet a tough guy. Yeah, I could see that. Speaking of tough guys, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is up next. Right now, my pillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the My Slippers the number one selling My Pillow product, and I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My Slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra-comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks. Regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. The warmer weather is just around the corner, I promise. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf, a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. ProTurf has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes, so they get to know your lawn and will customize a fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe 
and guaranteed for superior results. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate at ProfessionalTurf.com. And if you're looking to landscape or maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how all of it will look in full color before the work begins. ProTurf specializes installation of trees, shrubs, perennials, mulch beds, rock and sod, plus installation of concrete pavers or natural stone patios, fire pits, driveways, walkways, streams, and rock fountains and more. Check out their work at ProfessionalTurf.com. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer WetJet. With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet. The faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. With your choice of select sandwich, nugs, fries, and a drink, Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag is your go-to. Your nugget wingman. Your hot and crispy fry co-pilot. Just like us. We're like the bag boys. What? Bag boys, bag boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when we bring your food? <sighs> For a deal you can count on, bet on Biggie and choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Bag boys, bag boys. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes choice of double stack JBC or crispy chicken sandwich with four-piece nugs, junior fry, and small soft drink. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. This this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. Chris Eggert joins us. How are you doing, sir? Hey, good. How are you? Never better. We just try- I learned a bunch of things this morning already. I'm not one of those people that avoids conversations about this, that, or the other thing, so we brought up a couple of things, and I was trying to... I try to figure out why people react to things the way they do, so maybe you could be... You could predict how life is going to go a little better... But uh, what do you think of that idea, Chris, that, that America should maybe think about not being so harsh and harmful to one another because it just does not look good on the international stage, you know? I mean, I definitely think from the outside looking in, you could be one of these other countries and just look and just go. I mean, they're just eating each other. You know, they're, yep. they're killing each other. They're, they don't. Yeah, no, I, I definitely could, could see that. And I think the last time it was... I'm thinking like after 9/11. Yeah. I mean, yep. Think of how like God, everyone was so. You, I mean, granted, we were scared and we were, but but that was you know everyone was so united and everyone had a flag out hanging in front of their house and everybody was just. I don't know. Yep. It's definitely a, a a different time. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, I just I think look, it doesn't mean you have to go and hug everybody and tell everybody you love them. That's not what I'm saying, but could you just hold back on the extremely harsh judgment? That would be nice. It's the phones, man. It's the yeah, phones. It is. It's getting on the internet and looking through all the and you can say horrible things to people on social media sites and nobody cares and blah blah blah. So now you think you can say horrible things to people in public. Well, you're going to end yeah. up getting your ass kicked. I'd be careful. I saw some and I don't. Speaking of something I saw on the internet, I saw some Mike Tyson meme the other day, and something that he may or may not have said because it's on the internet, so you know it may not be true. Um, but said something about the problem with society today is when people say something dumb, they don't get their they don't get punched in the mouth or you know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, but it was pretty funny, and it did make a lot of sense. 
Well, where he came from, that's, I'm sure, how it worked. If you ran your mouth too much, you're going to get your face slapped or punched in the mouth. That's just, that's where he grew up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely get that perspective, that's for sure. No doubt about it. So hopefully we can all, you know, get together and just figure, let's not put on such a bad show for the rest of the world. It just does not look good, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know what I don't know what that is. It seems like that right. everyone <laughs> seems to be waiting for this magical thing that's going to come along where everyone's going to stop being, you know, turds to each other. I don't know. I hope, but I, uh, you know, and again, I'm not trying to judge who's voting for who and all the rest of it, but I think uh, yeah. the last uh, last few presidents we've had or several presidents we've had have been bizarre. I mean, you got to admit that both Trump and Biden are pretty bizarre human beings, don't you think? Not your not your normal human being. Is that a good way uh, to put it? Uh, well, I don't know. I'm not going to touch that one, but I will say. No, no, I understand. I understand. It's, it's been, the electorate has been at each other's throats for, yeah. what, the last for sure since Obama? And even part, no, I mean, I think uh, Bush, too, was probably where we kind of started to see some of that stuff come out after the 9-11, yeah, after yep. the sort of, after the 9-11 uniting, after that started uh, sort of started to melt away a little bit. And I, I think you can look at it and see things get progressively more hostile as, yeah. as, as things have moved along. I mean, you can't even, and Rudy know more, a lot more about this than I do, but but you can't even tell certain jokes anymore. You can't joke about There are a lot of things you can't joke about anymore. It's like laughing at stuff is good for you. Relax. You know, it's calm. We need humor. That's the other thing. I was talking about that yesterday, I think. 1982, we needed it. And all the comedians in Houston got together and said, we're going to change this. And they all moved to L.A. And everybody kind of followed suit. Uh, I think we need that again. I don't know if it'll come from Minneapolis or St. Paul or where it's going to come from, but we need to start laughing again. It's just, Rudy, what do you think about that? Well, there's uh, a few subjects that I feel have moved on, and I don't know if we're ever going to get them back. Uh, There's a couple, you know, political comedians that have just decided it's not worth the struggle anymore. And, you know, I mean, guys like Louis Black can still go out and do the political stuff because they're known for it. But I think you're going to see a new version of comedians over the last because it was it was getting very like weird and avant-garde for a while. You had guys like, you know, uh, Dimitri Martin coming up who were just they were weird. And that's it was like an alternative comedy scene because everybody was just too afraid to say anything anymore that might actually Mm -hmm. upset people. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird to see what the next like five years of comedians are going to look like. I I agree with that. Oh, go ahead, Tom. No, no, I just I say I agree with that 100%. Yeah, I, I was a little surprised on the same note that uh, I thought the Chris Rock, I finally watched that over the last week or so, hadn't had a chance yet. I thought he was pretty, um, he put a lot out there and, and was pretty edgy. Didn't you think that was pretty edgy? I loved it. I thought it was terrific. I did too. I did too. I was pleasantly surprised it was edgy. Yeah, I could see that. He dropped the big N about 55 times. I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, but, but we talked about this yesterday. Chris Rock has earned the right to be able to be yes. edgy. Yeah, he's been doing this for a long time. He's got the specials underneath him. Bigger and Blacker is still one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. That is just such a 
poignant and the way he does it, how he starts out talking about going to the club and then he dives into like the actual, you know, like the Americans and how we feel about things. And the way he did it was just, it was so brilliant and he's earned the right to do it where I see a lot of comics nowadays getting up on stage and dropping the R word and trying to, you know, almost create an uncomfortable feeling with the audience for no reason other than Mm -hmm. I don't really actually have funny jokes. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yep. No, no doubt about it. So Chris, what's in the headlines? I've even, I haven't even looked at the headlines and the, uh, uh, the the newspapers, TV station. What's the number one story right now? I know the, the biggest story that we are covering this morning. Uh, there was an 18 year old who went in at Taylor's falls uh, you guys, this happens, unfortunately, more often than it should, but um, they haven't been able to find him yet. He oh, fell God. in, you know, the way the cliffs are there and everything. You know, it's so cool. It's such a it's such a neat spot to go to, but, um, yeah, he fell in somewhere around 6 o'clock last night, and they yeah. searched up into a certain point of the night, and then they stopped. They're back at it this morning, uh, you know, obviously hoping for the best there, but that the Taylor's Falls thing never really seems to end well when somebody goes in yeah. over there. Um, so that that's one of the big stories that we're following locally today. Um, I keep reading more about these these uh, this document leak. Have you guys kind of dug into that at all a little bit on all yeah, these a little bit. Yep. things that are coming up today? There's something came up today that um, Egypt, who I think receives like a billion dollars a year in American aid, was secretly planning to furnish Russia with weapons. Yep. Um, that was one of the things that came out with it. And something else today was the, that there are already U.S. Uh, and U.K. and some other uh, troops who are on the, on the ground right now, like acting as special forces in Ukraine, which, um, again, you got to take all this stuff with a grain of salt, right? Because it's, <laughs> it's, it's out there. But, you know, and news organizations are reporting on certain aspects of it, but at the end of the day, nobody quite knows what to think of any of this stuff. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. It's, but it, that all goes back once again. What I said earlier: Would Egypt have done that 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago? I highly yeah. doubt it. Yeah. No way. And the, another one that I caught today that I, was super interesting to me was there was a another document there that was claiming that a Russian general was plotting to throw the war because he did not support it uh, while Putin is undergoing chemotherapy treatments. Oh, sure. So, I mean, and that's been kind of a rumor that's been going on for a while that, that Putin wasn't, that, that he's physically not well. Um, I don't know. That whole thing, it's just weird. Every time, you, every time I've opened up the paper the last couple of days, some new aspect of that has come out, and it's... it's uh, I don't know. And then what do you do from the administration standpoint? Like, so, I mean, some of that they had to have already known, right? It was their intelligence. Yes. Yep. Um, so basically you're playing damage control on all that. And then how do you play that? I mean, I'm obviously not a diplomat. I don't <laughs> What's your move then, right? I. Uh, it's kind of interesting looking back now, and I, I won't tell you when... I, I, looking back at this, where it all appeared to start for me, but being president now is all about making money. I mean, it's disgusting. Not to say that they don't lead and do some good things. That's not what I'm saying. 
but they make a lot of money now to be president of the United States. People have become billionaires by being the president of the United States. Is that a good thing, do you think? Well, I think the money aspect is it's it's into every single component of politics, yep. right? Like, yep. Um, it, it used to be where it kind of seemed like if somebody had a good heart and a good intention and great ideas and could bring people together, that that person would be able to have a political career. Oh, well, you know, who was a person who seemed to be doing it for the right reason. And now those kind of people don't even have a chance to get off the ground unless they've got some financial backing to, and I'm not talking about big office. I'm talking about, you know, even, you know, you know, not huge offices like the presidency, but, you know, more lesser offices in your counties and your states. And it feels like if you don't have any money going, man, you're done. There's no, there's no point of even trying. And then what yep, does that make yep. people feel? It feels like they don't get a voice in it. No, I think that's, that's absolutely true. Don't you get the feeling once in a while, maybe it's just a personal thing because I was such a fan when I was a kid, but Looking back, don't you think that at times that Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi got together and said, okay, when we go out there, I'll put you in a headlock, and then you kick me in the nuts, and then we'll... I mean, it seems like professional wrestling to me, doesn't it? I, I couldn't agree more. I, I feel that half of what half of what we see when they're grandstanding and, you know, when every, every time there's a congressional hearing, they're not even there asking the questions right. of the person who's there getting. <laughs> yeah, it seems like professional wrestling is less fake. Yeah, yeah right. Sure. Good, good way to put it. Yes, they had their questions <laughs> scripted out, and all they cared about was having a camera on them and being able to ask the question that certain way. Nobody even gives two rips about what the person was answering. That's the whole reason they're supposed to be there in the first place. I know. It just you know what this does inspire me though too, and that's why I just didn't just walk away when I left the queue and just go. I've, I literally am trying my best, and it's, you can't really tell yet because it you know pops up once in a while. But we shall see. I have decided literally I'm not going to leave doing shows until I make at least ten people happier than they were, and then I'll go away. People right now are also miserable. I sit at home with my wife at night. And we watch shows, and I love being there, and our dog comes over, and I pet the dog, and I'm with my wife, and I'm watching TV. That's heaven to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love that so much to be there. Everybody needs to find that kind of happiness in their lives so you're not so damn crabby and negative. Calm down. <laughs> right? You're not, you're not wrong. Listen, I, <laughs> you're Jesus. not wrong. Unfortunately, uh, uh, as it, as per the usual, most of the things that I'm bringing to the table here are are more things that are uh, anger inducing and not necessarily things to make you feel happy. But but I think uh, you have to do it because we have to look at it and go, why do we have all these negative things? Calm down. It's a wonderful place. The Earth is a great planet. The United States is a wonderful country. Minnesota is a great place to live. You know, relax. Yes, we'll try to get together. Why don't we work together? I suppose you can't make as much money if you work together, can you? Well, no. Uh, you know, strife. There it is. Strife, strife sells papers, or you know, I just Dance made that screams. up. By the way, strife sells papers. <laughs> that oh my god! Get that on a pillow. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good, Brittany? Yeah, I'd... or like a a sweatshirt. I don't have any tattoos, and I've been looking for the phrase. It feels like that is going to have to be strife sells mm-hmm. papers. It's just. Yeah. It's just. Pretty good. Beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, 
I feel really good about that. Oh, God. Uh, so here's, here's <laughs> something that I thought was kind of cool that I'll, I'll, we'll put this into your column of something that's uh, positive, Tom. Um, the Twins this year are opening up the ballpark after some of their afternoon games to high school teams. So oh, they've got man. four different dates that are set aside for some of these really good local high school teams to be able to play after the Twins out there in that environment. Like, can you imagine that? Oh, that'd be. I've been lucky enough to go on. As a matter of fact, the, the Twins even gave me a uniform to put on to walk to walk out on that field with all those phenomenal athletes and players. And even if they're not there, just to be on that field, a professional baseball field, what a feeling that is! Isn't that wonderful? Uh, you know, the only time I've been on a professional baseball field was for a Saints game when I threw out the opening pitch. I love it, that though. No, but it was the old stadium. So I don't mm-hmm. know that I felt all that wonderful and majestic in that particular situation, but <laughs> it's just a wonderful think, feeling, though. Those guys are damn oh, good sure. ball players, man. They're really good. Oh, so no, nothing wrong with that. That wasn't that wasn't a knock on the Saints. It was more a knock on the the old uh, the old facility there because when you compare mm-hmm. it to the you compare it to the one in Lower Town now, it it almost feels like you're playing on a little league field, right? Sure, I understand what you're saying. No question. I think I threw a strike, too, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so you had to bring that up. <laughs> oh, course, no, yeah. not this. Okay, you're going to have to bring oh, a strike, Tom. I just I just wanted the record to be reflected. Mm-hmm. Are you doing this because of where my first uh, pitch uh, went? Oh, did, was it not a good experience? Oh, Chris. Don't act dumb, Chris. Edgar. Don't Chris, act dumb. Not, first the strife sells papers, and now this? <laughs> You're really churning out the gold today. Okay, so my, in my defense, I will say this. To walk out in a baseball field, professional baseball field, and by the way, that is a magnificent stadium. There's no Target field is incredible. Oh, for sure. It's a palace. Incredible. It is a palace. There's no doubt about it. So you walk on the field, and you hear... 27,000 people chanting your name, which was kind of, I didn't even notice it at first because wow. I wasn't paying attention, but people brought it up and I'm like, Jesus, that's, and then you got Ken Herbeck was the catcher. He was behind the plate. Oh God. So, right. Yeah. So, and then I forgot also because I hadn't been on a pitching mound in about 60 years or whatever the hell it's been that when you're, if you're throwing right, your left foot is going to be a lot lower than your right foot. And it's going to not as severe as I did it. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not the total excuse. But the ball is going to go a little left. You have to adjust for that. I almost threw it in the dugout. (laughs) That's a true story. It almost Uh, went in the dugout. Yeah, but did you own it? (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I was wearing a hat that said Tom Bernard IQ 92, so I owned it 100%. Yeah, of course. Like, that's perfect. I mean, you know what? Wouldn't that even be better than if you just sing going in there? Well, it was such a great experience anyway, just to be. And, and Matt Hoy, I, I, I'm pretty sure, led the charge. He has been so great to me over the years. I, can, I, I think the world of Matt Hoy. Great guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty well-run organization. I mean, people can talk all the smack they want about the winning. And, you know, it's been a, it's been a pretty tough streak here the last several years. But... I don't, mm-hmm. you know, it, nobody goes to that ballpark and has a bad experience, right? Like it's just a, it's a, it's a pretty magical place. It is for me. I, I can guarantee you that it is. Like I said, the first time I saw one was from the stands at nine years old, and then I was just on the field last August. It was the same feeling. Like this is heaven to me. I love baseball parks. I do. 
It makes you feel like it, too, now that the weather is, like, stupid warm. 84 degrees today, by the way, which is a record. Yep. 83, the old record. 84, the new record. And, of course, when Uncle Tommy gets home on Sunday, the high is going to be 45. Yeah. Welcome back, huh? (laughs) Exactly. No, I'm looking forward to it, though. It's, it's great. You know, that's one thing i got to be honest with you. Being away from home for, for you know, several weeks or whatever, and trying to get all these thing, different things done and all that, to, to go back home, I am, you know, even though I'm not going to see my wife, because she's not coming back for another week after I do, and to not see my wife for a week is going to suck, but I suppose I'll, I'll be so busy it's not going to matter. But, yeah, to be back in Minnesota, back at home in my neighborhood, I think the world of my neighbors are wonderful people. It's just I can't wait. I can't wait to get back home. It's nice when things get nice out too, because people start, yep. you know, the old bit. You start seeing your neighbors again, and you know, everyone gets dug out. And uh, question for Brittany and Rudy: uh, Did you guys turn the air conditioning on yesterday in your house? No, but I we opened oh. our windows, and it was amazing. Yeah, my furnace has been running nonstop for the winter, so I'm just going to go <laughs> ahead and just leave it off for a while. It needs a break. I agree. I I was, but it was at one point. I looked at my uh, thermostat in the house. It was like seventy five degrees at four o'clock in the afternoon, and that was again. I know that, and I'm not trying to sound like an elitist because I have air conditioning. I I've worked hard for that air conditioning. Oh my God. <laughs> so Minnesotan of you. Have you though? Now, I've I've seen the work you've been putting out, and I've it's <laughs> oh okay. That's fair. I get up early to be able to. You have do it. get up early. I'll give you that. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I. Uh, we. It was really fun. Uh, we had uh, the windows open with the the air through the house, which was so nice. And right. then uh, we did the whole. I brought a mat out because Gogo can't touch the poop laid ground at the moment. So we put a mat out. We sat outside. It was. Oh. It was just like a really fun day yesterday. Yeah, it was super great to be outside. People were walking around the neighborhood. Uh, some fellas had shirts off. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. going to say once you've reached a certain age, the, the shirt off thing, I don't think it's definitely <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I saw a guy yesterday on 494 in France, and he was riding a motorcycle in a pair of, like, dolphin shorts and a tank top. Oh. And I'm like, first wow. off, two, first off, shorts on a motorcycle is never a go. Not a great idea. Terrible. Oh terrible no, idea. Uh, terrible! You hit that pavement, it's road rash city. Also, if you're gonna wear shorts, let them be tight, let them be knee length. I don't need a speedo <laughs> while you're doing 50 miles an hour now. Yep. 494, my man. <laughs> That's so funny. Gross. Um, but there are people. It doesn't matter the temp. There are. It's it's not a temperature thing. It's there's people in our lives that are just itching to take their shirts off. We all yeah. know them, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. like immediately when they can, they do. And um, we ha- I had an ex brother in law who just could not, every time he would imme- like pick anything up and put do put any amount of effort into something, that shirt was coming off, and we knew it. It was just a matter <laughs> of time. <laughs> Funny. I suppose. By the way, I know you. You got one more minute, Chris. Yeah, I'm good. You get kind of reminded me of this about the taking the shirt off thing. There's a new show on streaming, and it's called. It's about weightlifters that go way over the top. What is the name of that show? I'll have to track it down. There are guys 
uh, on the show because I, I saw a promo for it last night. I haven't seen the show, but I saw a promo for it. And these are guys who jack themselves up with drugs, do as much as they possibly They want to get as big as they possibly can, right? Yeah. And there was a guy walked out, and he took, like you said, a guy takes his shirt off. This guy walks out on stage, takes his shirt off, and I am not kidding you. Both of his pecs, both in the left one and the right one, were the size of a volleyball, and I'm not exaggerating. Oh, my God. They stuck out about six inches from his rib cage. I like, how long do you think you're going to live doing that, pal? It's a good point on the life longevity. That's why I've always tried oh. to maintain a really thin, emaciated build. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to get... <laughs> sure, sure. I don't want to get too big. Yeah, yes. yeah, no, yes, I, I get that. And this, Rudy, you're pretty show... jacked. Do you lift weights? Yes, uh, because I'm a former fat kid who has body dysmorphia, so now in my 40s. But also, as you get older, you should definitely lift more weights. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, There was a doctor that one time told me that, hey, if you do 50 push-ups every day, you'll do 50 push-ups until the day you die. Like, it won't go away, and it's so good for you. I think That's what I think. I think a lot of people. That's right, Siri. I think there's. Um, what the uh, hell was that? I have no idea. She, she agreed um, with yes. you. Uh, if you um, if you are uh, uh, somebody who thinks that running is the answer and you hate to run, you should get off a treadmill and you should first off take a walk. Oh, I love Go, yep. running. Yeah, running is. People yeah. think running is like, oh, I don't. I hate to lose weight because I hate running. You don't have to run. I if, love no. running. If you no. lift weights the right way and you do it uh, three times a week. You can have just as good of a cardio burn that way by lifting weights instead of having to get out because running sucks so bad. You just have to go your own speed. Mm -hmm. If you're okay with, like, accepting the fact that your speed might be a shuffle, running's not that bad, you guys. Yeah, Yeah. well, the thing about running is, and I have obviously not been able to do it very frequently anymore, Mm -hmm. but you get a – the the runner's high thing is a real thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That is – I've never been able to replicate that doing – doing something else um like lifting or whatever it might be because you get that that burst of endorphins you get from running man it is pretty great and it's the only thing i can do that includes my dog my baby and gets me outside like all things are covered it feels like i'm doing so many check marks at once like we went and ran three miles yesterday with the baby cart and it was like check check you know what i mean and by no means it was fast we are day one in it here um (laughs) But it felt so good to accomplish so many things at once. Mm-hmm. There it is. I know Chris got to go, so we'll close with a very quick story. Okay, Chris? Yes, let's hear it. Okay, I used to lift a lot of weights with Hawk and Animal, the Road Warriors. You remember them, yep. right? Yep. Love those guys. And there were all kinds of guys. Dale Hand was one of our guys. And he's the guy they used to they used to test the weapons. You know those uh, those uh, rubber ball cannons they use up in prisons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he was, he was a prison guard, and they would test it on him because he was so big and strong. Oh. If it worked on him, it would work on everybody. That's terrible. Oh That's terrible. <laughs> so I walk into the gym in Plymouth. It's not there anymore, but there was a, a, the gym in Plymouth was where we used to go. There's another place I, I talked about yesterday over in St. Paul, over in uh, Roseville. But um, I walk into the place, and this guy comes running up to me, and he was so excited. And he goes, Tommy, Tommy, I'm so glad you showed up today. Have you, you, you know if Hawk and Animal are coming today? I said, I know Animal is. I don't know about Hawk, but I think yeah, Animal's right behind me, as a matter of fact, a couple of minutes. So he'll be here in a second. He goes, oh, good. I'm so excited. And I said, about what? He goes, Tommy, 
I finally benched 300 pounds. And I went, oh, that's great, man. That's wonderful. That's, not a lot of people can do that. It's a hell of an achievement to bench 300 pounds and blah, blah, blah. So just then, Animal walks in, and the guy runs up to him. He's all excited. He goes, and by the way, Animal no longer with us, unfortunately. Hawk and Animal are both dead, and it makes my heart uh-huh. ache. Yeah. But great guys. So don't take this like he was being a prick, because he wasn't. He was just a very funny, and he's a great guy. Matter of fact, he used to walk up and put a little little pen point on a wall and go, Tom's brain, with a little <laughs> arrow pointing to it. You know what I mean? So that was the size of my brain. But anyway, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden, here comes Animal. He's walking in. And he had to walk side to side because he was so big in his upper body, he couldn't walk straight. He had to, like, move his shoulders so his whole body would move. So the guy runs up and goes... Animal, animal, I'm so excited to tell you this. Tom told me you were coming, and I'm, I'm so excited to tell you. And he goes, yeah, what? What do you have to tell me? He goes, for the first time in my life, I just benched 300 pounds. Animal looks at me, looks at him, and goes, what a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Oh, owie. I said, he's only kidding. Don't worry about it. He's just, he's just messing with you. He's not kidding. What a, well, he could do it with one arm was probably the reason he thought it was <laughs> a waste funny. of time. But oh, I oh. thought it was great. All right, oh. we kept you way too long, Matt. I hope we didn't make you late for something. No, I'm good. You guys have a good rest of your day. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert, one of my favorite people in the world. I, I know I tell you that a lot, but I, I do. I love working with that guy. I'd like to say I don't like working with the, uh, some people, but there's just nobody yet that I can, I can say, yeah, I don't want to work with them anymore. Yeah, It'll, it, I'll get there eventually. I was going to say, I'm give sure. it time. Give it a few minutes. Once you're back in studio here and I'm with you all the time. But I got to be, oh, that's right. Starting Monday, I got to put up with you every day. No, oh, I'll, I won't be back God. till Tuesday, so you're fine. Well, that's right. You're not back till Tuesday. That, that's exactly right. Some people wanted to know, we, we should, to fill in for you on Friday and Monday. Yeah. They want us to get Doug Sprinthal to fill in for you. I'm like, yeah, they're the same person. What's the difference? Interchangeable. I also sleep on a boat sometimes. <laughs> like he does, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'll be. Well, you'll be back on Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Haven't seen you in a while. And like I said, I know it sounds really weird, but but I cannot wait to get back home. I don't like being away from home for an extended period of time. Do you guys like that? Like I, I can't. I have a hard time. Yeah. But yeah. I'm getting better at it. Like you know, trying to just like walk around the neighborhood. But I have a hard time staying home. Yes. Do you? Mm-hmm. I can't. I, like I said, I just. But I've been gone for a while, and it, it, it just. And a lot of it has to do when you're doing business every day, whether it's on the phone or in person or whatever. It does wear you out. I'm. I am tired as a son, but so I can't wait to get home. And just catch up on a little. One well, thing I do want to do. With my neighbors and, you know, Chris, I want to talk to you about that. But a lot of people, my neighbors, are big listeners to the show. They love listening to the show and all the rest of it. So what we do in the neighborhood usually is get together on a Friday night from, you know, 5.30 till the sun goes down. And they, you know, bring food and pizza and this and that and the other thing. And they got wine and beer and all the rest of it. We should do a Friday night uh, uh, morning show night. You guys should come and meet my neighbors because they would love it. You would love it. I think, Brittany, you've met a couple of my neighbors, I think. Yeah, I came over there when I was like the day before having a baby. And you guys were having like a pizza party. And you're like, get out of here, pregnant woman. And I left. (laughs) But I would go there for for free pizza. I'd come over to your cul-de-sac. I got a cul-de-sac too, so I got to invite you over. 
I like it. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to do that, we'll set it up in advance and make sure we have, have a nice night coming. But, yeah, I'm going to try to get everybody. You know, have Kristen Burt fly in from L.A. You know what I'm saying. For pizza. pizza Just for pizza. pizza. That's exactly right. Now, we'll, we've got to take a break here for a couple of minutes, and we come back. The one person on the show I just don't care for, and I was against bringing him in, but <laughs> He's Kevin Pittman will join us in about seven, eight minutes. Yeah, no, it's, it'll be suffering. <laughs> oh, it's rough. What do you think? It's a, it's a rough day. He's cheering you on right now. He likes this intro. <laughs> he loves his new intro. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll be back in a couple of minutes right after this. Ever heard the expression, go with a leader? Why do people say that? I go with a leader because you don't become one unless you're doing something right. And in the world of auto dealerships, that means you can trust they're treating their customers right, their employees right, and must offer value that makes more and more Minnesotans want to come back to do business the right way. The Nissan stores of Walzer Nissan last month were three of the top four leading sellers of Nissans in the entire state. Now, I don't want to say who was number one, because I don't want the guys at Nissan Coon Rapids and Wyzetta to get jealous of Dan Rush in Burnsville. I'm Tom Bernard. My whole family owns and drives Walzer Nissans, and this April you can get 0% financing for 36 months on Rogues and Altimas, plus an additional $500 bonus on any trade-in you make. Even if you have to push it onto the lot, you still get at least 500 bucks on your trade. The leaders of Walzer Nissan Burnsville, Wyzetta, and Coon Rapids do things the right way, the Walzer way. So go to walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1,000 finance on approved credit. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates. It's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. This is your captain. You may have noticed my new haircut on your way in. Wanted to look my best. Got a new passport photo taken at Staples. In and out in 10 minutes. And while I'm there, I can grab travel-sized body wash. Maybe a shower cap. Don't want to mess up the new do. Staples has everything you need to travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, get 20% off your in-store purchase when you buy any travel service. Get all set to jet and save at Staples. Offer ends 429. In-store only. Exclusion supply. Progressive protects more than just your home and car. You could save when you bundle your motorcycles, ATVs, boats, and RVs. Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal. And there's the sound of the prop hitting a really big rock. And now the sound of waves, because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles and home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers.